Hi guys, welcome back to We Should Talk, a pop culture interview series from In The Know. I'm your host, Gibson Johns, and today on the podcast we have Jordan Emanuel from Summerhouse Martha's Vineyard. We are four episodes into Summerhouse Martha's Vineyard's run, and I'm loving it. it. This group has such promise. This show is really great so far. It's not perfect, but I really have faith that this show and this cast can go the distance. There's drama, there's fun, there's some romance, and I'm just really liking it, you know? And to me, Jordan is the biggest star on the show. I kind of and the most drawn to her kind of on the cast. I think that she's fun. She brings the single energy. She isn't afraid of conflict and having an argument and standing up for herself. And I just think she's kind of the whole package, especially on this cast. And um, I loved getting some time with her. And, you know, we talked about her friendship with Jasmine and how this whole experience and Jasmine being married has, has affected their friendship and where they stand now. What, what Jordan's relationship is like with Silas, Jasmine's husband, the situation with Bria that's unfolding on the show right now. Um, why they keep voting people out of the house and, and sort of what her thoughts are on that. And also, you know, Jordan came into this house and a lot of the men in the show sort of set their sights on her. And I, I, I kind of presume she had complicated feelings on that. And uh, she did. So we talked about that and just some of the other things she has going on outside of the show. And yeah, I mean, Jordan, again, is is, is truly one of the biggest stars, if not the biggest star on Summer House Martha's Vineyard. And I really enjoyed getting some time with her to... to pick her brain on the show and and what she would like to see, you know, with a potential second season and and all that. So keep listening for my interview with Jordan Emanuel. Tune in to Summer House Martha's Vineyard Sunday nights at 9 p.m. on Bravo. And please rate, review, and subscribe to We Should Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever your podcasts. Alright, so we are here with model, DJ, and now reality star, Jordan Emanuel, one of the stars of Summer House Martha's Vineyard. Jordan, thanks for being here today. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm loving the show so far. I, I, I knew from the first episode that it was, you guys had found something special, I think, with this show, but it's it's really kind of maintaining a level of of drama and fun and and humor that that's been really fun to watch. How are you feeling now that we're four episodes in uh, to it airing? You know, I'm still getting used to the process of people seeing me on TV and then text me about it. I think that's the weirdest part is just like having outside family or friends who don't normally see me in that light being able to give commentary. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Especially because it's like, it's you're in this new sort of environment, but also it's an edited down TV show. So it's like, you only have so much say over it, obviously. And like, it, they probably are going to have a learning curve and understanding that. Exactly. So there's like a lot of gaps that I have to fill or like, they're like, Wait, why did you say that? And I'm like, you just don't know the full story. Okay. <laughs> and you guys have a lot of people in this house. There's a lot of people coming right. and going. So there's a, there's, there's a lot to contend with. Basically. <laughs> yeah. So right off the bat, I mean, Again, this is probably a new experience for you, just like, ha especially airing back. I think it's kind of like a, the kind of final hurdle of like this whole entire experience you've signed up for. So right off the bat, has anything surprised you or what's been the most surprising part of airing it airing and you watching it? Honestly, I'm surprised by how chill I feel everything has been. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I think when you're going into something new, you don't always know what to expect or anticipate. You don't to prepare yourself for something like this so I think I over prepared myself and now I'm kind of like okay okay this wasn't bad this wasn't crazy this wasn't you know so I think that's the most surprising thing for me and I'm not and I'm not just blowing smoke but like you also are coming across really really well on the show like I think that like to me like you're one of the 
the brightest stars in this group. I think you're just, you're, you're, you're coming off really well and you're, but not just like fading the background. Like you're, you're, you're asserting yourself and you're being yourself, but I think it's, you're coming across really well. And I think you should, you must feel kind of relieved and happy about that. That you're not, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're not the villain or anything like that. Like you're just, you're, you're a fan favorite. Oh, well, I love that. I think for me, it was just about going into this situation as if the cameras weren't there. Totally. And so I tried my best to just be myself. And at that point, people say something regardless. So I feel like at least take 100%. I feel good about it. So I'm I'm glad that you're perceiving that as yeah, well. Definitely. So I feel like the, obviously your connection to this group is through Jasmine and si- through Jasmine. And, you know, I think your friendship has really been put to the test and put in the spotlight through this experience. And, um, you know, we hear you say right off the bat in one of the first episodes that she is a kind of a different person now that she's gotten married. And I feel like it's probably the push and pull of like, you know, giving her a little bit of a break because they, they did just get married and they're probably in this honeymoon phase still, but also, you know, she's one of your good friends and you're noticing changes in her. Can you talk me through some of that? I'm I'm guessing that was kind of happening in your head while during filming, kind of some of that back and forth. Talk me through some of that and sort of where we're going to see it continue to go because it seems like kind of a a recurring issue. I think this this season. I think throughout the next two or three episodes, you'll actually really get to see us have some tough conversations, some necessary conversations, though, about you know what we're doing, where we're at, her expectations, and what looks like you know for me and and vice versa I think anytime there's a shift in somebody's personal life of course you know friendship dynamics are going to change especially when it's like you're adding a new family member totally it's like well this is like my family too so what's going on so I think navigating that has been a challenge for for both of us and it continues to be in in full disclosure it continues to be a challenge for us and Mm. you know we're working on it because it's important to us both so we can only just hope for the best and continue to put that hard work in. I almost think that she, she kind of, they as a couple maybe thought that they were going to come across a little bit differently on the show, or maybe I bet you they're kind of surprised about how some of the stuff is, you know, they're, they're very loved up. They're, they're very much like a unified front and, and they should be as a couple, but there's not that much a, like a, a way to kind of break through that, you know, and there's no, they kind of always have to be a united front. What is your read on that? Do you think that Jasmine and Silas kind of, maybe are surprised about how it's coming across, you know, them as a couple or kind of what conversations have you had with them, if any, about that? I mean, I haven't talked to them too much, but they have expressed to the group as a whole that they are taken aback, you know, by the presentation. And I I empathize with them because, you know, they were literally married three months before. Silas, I think, had just gotten back from training like a a week before the wedding. And so, you know, that last year, they weren't really able to be in the same place planning together Mm. because, you know, of his of his work obligations. So I do feel for them that, you know, they're navigating this while screens are there, while their friends are there. It's a lot. Um, It's a lot. It's a lot. And so, you know, we're all going through this for the first time. And so I'm hoping that for everyone, we're able to learn things about ourselves and how we interact with our friends from what we're seeing back. You know, we kind of get this mirror that we don't usually have the opportunity to to see. So I hope that they, you know, take all of this and they use it to their benefit. 
Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think there's a, there's a real opportunity there to do that. I think, and as and not 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 to play to the fans or the viewers or anything, just just for kind of your own self improvement. Honestly, I think that that's that, that's a big opportunity. What is your individual relationship with Silas like? Do you have much of a relationship kind of beyond Jasmine, or what kind of where does that stand? So you know, prior to going into the house, we didn't have our individual relationship. I had only you know, really had one-on-one -on -one conversations with him while we were in the house. You know, prior to that, it was with, you know, me, wedding, or, you know, they, we had like a little double date situation where, you know, we were with one of his friends. So outside of that, no, not until the house did we start to kind of develop our own conversations. You know, it did get off to a little bit of a rough start with that first white dinner, but you know, I think it's something we're still trying to figure out for ourselves. But I think, but I think it's nice that like you, you feel comfortable and you feel like you have the space to push back on him and and like because he has some he has some kind of very strong and kind of steadfast opinions and you are not afraid to push back on that and and challenge that and I think that's that's honestly a good sign I think for for you guys to maybe build a better bond because there is that you clearly feel that like a comfort at least to do that you know what I mean. Right. Because to your point, if it wasn't important, I would just be like, okay, your opinion is irrelevant. Exactly. But yeah, it is. And it is something that I hope that, you know, we get the opportunity to really learn more about it as individuals, not just as my friend's spouse or his spouse's friend, you know, and I think there is a lot of room. He reminds me so much of my grandfather, who was my favorite yeah okay, so I so like, there is there then there is space come on we can, exactly. we can work on it yeah exactly, exactly. So I'm, I'm optimistic we're gonna figure it out okay and then the, this most recent episode he has a big thing with Bria that continues into the next episode she did clear it her boyfriend coming for a week it seems and the, the receipts show that they signed off on it yeah. and obviously they hadn't checked with the rest of the house on that but you know they gave her the go-ahead he's coming all the way from Europe what do you make of that? Because obviously a lot of that happened kind of just one-on-one -on -one between them. And now that you've seen some of that, and there's obviously a continuation next week, but what what's your take on, on that situation? You know, a lot of the time, at least up until this point of what you all have seen, I do really feel for Bria. I felt like she kind of came in there, you know, with really being the closest with Shanice. And then Shanice is only there on the weekends. And then, you know, the tiff with Mariah happened and Shanice kind of just, I feel for her because I felt like I was observing kind of her on her own. And so yeah. I could imagine how she would want, you know, that support. And she did what she was supposed to do and had the conversation supposed to have. And then it's like, what's happening, you know? So I, I do, you know, selfishly, of course, I wanted Simon to only be there for a couple of days because I wanted to get to know Bria more. Totally. On that same note, though, I understand needing Milo, <laughs> needing Simon to be there because I do felt like she was on a little bit of a draft of her own at one point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, and, and again, at the end of the day, like she got the clearance. So she's not, and I feel like they're kind of making her it feel crazy. Exactly. Yeah. She, she asked, you know, they're trying to make her yeah. feel crazy for, for maybe like questioning <laughs> whether that ever happened. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I feel bad that she, you know, was going through that on a long So do I. When you're on the defense, like it's just, you, you say crazy things and, it ends up turning into something else when in reality she did what she was supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, she's kind of the third person that <laughs> there's kind of like this trend on the show already of like voting people out like a survivor. And, 
you know, I, I the Phil thing, I really totally understood. Like, I, I loved you shutting him down. That was such a moment for you. And I, I just, I, I was like cheering for my TV when you did that, because that was such a, I felt it was a very empowering moment, honestly, for you. But, you know, the Mariah situation, I kind of, and I think a lot of people online kind of felt the same, that it's maybe a little, the reaction was a little bit overblown. Obviously, it was sort of like, she said, she said about what was seen and what actually happened. And then it, it might be happening with Bria again. So who was sort of driving that ship of like, let's have these votes. And what do you make of it kind of maybe with some space from the from the house? I mean, the votes were led by the hosts, the Coopers. I think when it comes to Mariah in particular, or Bria, it's like, if we're making the rule that we can't touch each other, then unfortunately that meant that Mariah, you know what I mean? At the simplest right. line, that's just what it means. Sure. You know, was there room to be? Yeah. But if Bria is saying I'm uncomfortable, then what? Yeah. So I think that's where that came from. As far as Bria's next moves, the votes are getting a little tired. I agree. But, you know, I understand that it's like when you've got 12, 11, 10 people, we can't sit there and debate all day. So, you know, a conclusion has to include all of us. And I guess it's the most effective way to to get to the nitty gritty. I guess like my only in the first two. And, and again, it's, I think the Phil and Mariah situation are very, were very different, but like the votes happened kind of subsequently right there. Neither of them got the chance to like like plead their case or face the house or just like or even have a goodbye kind of moment with everybody which I felt was I was a little disappointed in that just I was just like okay just at least you know give them just a a moment to say their piece to give their peace of mind you know what I mean I mean I agree I think looking back on it had we not come back from a night of partying and it just been a long day of (laughs) being out maybe we probably would have done that differently but I think at the at that point it was like okay we're tired of having conversation what are we doing mm, yeah and I think that's how it kind of came I so get it. quickly yeah, yeah totally. so for you in the house Jordan like I feel I feel like right off the bat there, there's several men that are like outspoken about like wanting to pursue you romantically and it's sort of like I like how you didn't fall into any of that right away honestly because you're like you know I'm curious where your mind was at from a romance perspective going into the house and how the fact that like a couple of these guys are again like openly pursuing you how does that affect that mentality like does it for me it might like push me further away but I'm curious like <laughs> how did that affect you uh, and your mindset there you know I think that it got a little bit tiring not because of the pursuit but it was like kind of like what you asked about the vote it was like was I included in this decision exactly you guys are over here claiming and doing this, that, and the third, but yet I haven't been informed of any of this. And so where's my participation in the fact that I feel like I'm being sold like property? You know what I mean? Yeah. It just was a little crazy to me. So I think on that front, it was frustrating, but you know, I don't, you see in the trailer, I have a little breakdown. I I, I expressed at some point. (laughs) I'm here for that. I'm yeah. here for that. I'm yeah. here for that. And okay. And then one of the men who expressed interest, Nick, mm-hmm. he has a secret girlfriend that we just found out about after DMing at least three women in the house, very flirty messages. Again, production came with the receipts. We're seeing that they're they're not just like friendly things. He's saying that 
you're fine. He's, I guess he's saying it like some pre season thing that, you know, she uses his wife. Like it's, it's intense. It's intense, you know, statements that he's making. Do you think that he was ever going to share the, that he had a girlfriend? Like if, if, if somebody that he had expressed interest in had kind of given into that and, and hooked up with him, do you think he would have gone through with that? I think he would have told us. I feel like that's why he was kind of being, at least to me, he was being so quiet the first couple of days. And I'm like, well, this is not who I anticipated because this is not the person that was in my DMs. Right. So I had already come in there with this notion of him going to be super forward and super, you know, out there. And so when we got got the opposite, I was like, what's going on? So I think if somebody had actively been like, so, you know, her message on Instagram where is that energy I yeah. think probably would have admitted it once he was actually backed into a corner that to, yeah. to right totally yeah. yeah have you met the girlfriend have we like put a face to the name what's the latest on that yes we've all met her okay um, she is lovely super beautiful woman so yeah I I wonder how she's reacting to all of this I haven't spoken to her I haven't spoken to Nick since this revelation has come to head. Got so, it. Okay. Yeah. Is there is there a summer house where there's been your group chat? Like how 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 in contact is the is the group right now? So there's a couple of group chats. Okay. Some offshoots. The and there's there's some side ones. Okay. Um, what is, what is your most active group chat? Who's in that? Myself, Shanice, Summer, and Preston. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's the live group. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm keeping that top of mind. Does Summer stay for the rest of the season? Is she there the rest of the time? Cool. Mm -hmm. I like her. She seems she seems great. She's great. She's she's one of my really, really good friends. Good, good. We talked about you and Jasmine's friendship at the top of about the top of this. We just talked about some of these group chats, different kind of factions of the group that have probably kind of offshooted from the main one. How has the show, how how has filming jumping into this kind of new situation, how has that impacted some of these dynamics? Do you feel like it's shown you who people really are? Do you think that some people are just kind of maybe struggling with some of the weight of all of this? Like how, how, have, how have things changed kind of ever since these cameras entered, entered the picture? I would say things have definitely changed with each of my relationships in different ways. You know, some of it, I've learned a new side and I'm trying to figure out if we're still compatible in friendship. Some of them have solidified my friendships and some have actually, which was my hope again for us all was to see ourselves and be like, oh, now I see what you were saying when you called me out on A, B, and C, and myself included, right. that I've not been able to say, okay, I'm going to try to learn from this and let's see what we're going to from here. The cameras have definitely shown different light in every relationship. Yeah. I mean, I think that's that's kind of a given probably, but it's I think it's hopefully, hopefully the reaction is like, okay, let's let's kind of solidify some of this stuff or let's let's kind of reassess some of this. It seems like you and Preston are especially close. He was with you on Watch What Happens Live as as, as in, in the Oprah chairs. Is is that is he probably the person you're probably closest to right now? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely my my hubby bestie. Love. We speak almost every day if not more <laughs> <laughs> i love it it's, it's a good friendship so you, yeah. you, you, i love both of you guys oh. so outside of the show jordan you you do a lot you're a dj you're a model you have a podcast i know you co-founded i think a nonprofit organization 
was was part of the decision of joining Summer House Martha's Vineyard to sort of amplify a lot of that stuff and to help and to kind of grow a lot of these because you you have your hand in a lot of different pots, which is really really exciting. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, it, it more is I'm willing to try anything once, okay. and I see you know doing my tally on like pros cons there really weren't that many cons other than me being actually a pretty private person Mm. so that was I think the biggest challenge but ultimately I was like I'm already going to vacation there to Martha's Vineyard the year before with the same group of people the difference is the cameras so I'm like why not but it absolutely you know adds the perk of highlighting some of my other projects and things that I'm doing so yeah it was it was really a win-win situation Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're, we're, you know, four episodes in, we're coming up on season, uh, on episode five. I love this show. I, I I hope you guys get the same run that, that, that the original Summer House got. If you were to think about a, a potential second season, which knock on wood happens, one, I'm presuming you're down to come back, but also what differences do, would you like to see, if any, kind of in, in the makeup of the house? You know, I think... As of now, I'm open to coming back. I would like to have a little bit. Of I think sometimes we had moments of a lot of seriousness because being a all black show does come with its pressures. You of know, course. we don't, you know, we're, we're dealing with stereotypes and things that are going on in the world that we want to uphold ourselves and represent our community in the best way that we can. And so I think some of that time, it ended up being a little bit more tense and more meticulous than it is just we're here for summer and let's relax you know because there is a responsibility that we have to ourselves and our family and and our and our people so I think if we're able to kind of let that subside just a little bit sure let it let the weave out let the hair out let the inches let the let it all out um I think if we get to that point I think I'll be really happy to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I was at the premiere party that you guys had, and and I was talking to one of your producer, one of your executive producers, Lorraine, and she was just talking about just how because she works on a, on other shows as well, and just how you know this is an, another example of a show where Bravo has really leaned into trying to show so, so many different factions of the Black experience in this country, and I think it just is this is another version of that, and we're we're seeing more shades of that and more more versions of that, and I think it's a really beautiful thing, and I agree. I think some of these conversations that we've been able to see on the show already, some of them obviously you know it's like just interpersonal drama, but even on the first episode, I remember like like Preston talking about the, the term Black excellence and just like kind of unpacking some of that. Those are conversations that wouldn't have been on TV five or 10 years ago, you know? And I think that for you to be a part of that is pretty cool. Like that, that's pretty special. And I, I agree. I hope that we get, we can continue to get more of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, because we do have impactful conversations amongst ourselves. I think that's the really the great part about yeah. us all known each other for the most part beforehand is that we kind of cut that general getting to know each other Sure. We already do. And just getting straight into the, okay, what do we think about this? What do we think about this? So yeah, I think a little bit more balance would be chef's kiss. Last question. I mean, you, you, I, I keep on forgetting that you guys like went went to Martha's Vineyard. All, a lot of you went together the summer before. Did the presence of cameras, like, did you, did you notice sort of an immediate change in, in, in the dynamic or, or anybody in particular? I did. I did. I do think that even people that I hadn't met before, I it was clear to me that got it. 
felt a little bit showing out for the cameras a little bit i don't know if it was showing out or if it was just a stiffness ah uh, okay um or just like an over awareness of what they were going to say or what they were going to do like there was a certain precision which is you know a little opposite of how i went into it which was like listen this is who I am. If I'm going to be in a mood, if I'm going to be whatever, this is just what it is. But I do think over time and as everyone got used to it, 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 there was like a sigh of relief that allowed everyone to kind of be more of themselves. Yeah. And I like that you guys have that, what, I forget what it's called, but it's that camera that's set up in that one room for you, like to kind of like have an on the fly, oh, like confessional yeah, moment. Really- when you use that, like what was it like to really try to get something off your chest, like out of frustration or like what was, what what would propel somebody to like walk into that room and just like, just share their thoughts it's just kind of like a word vomit moment yeah yeah um it really I the confessional room my favorite because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just like if I'm in it I'm really in it and I can't see the whole picture I'm just like irritated so I for me personally I need that couple minutes to not say anything hey. um but I do think overall, like there was moments where like groups of us would go in there at a time. And those were always really fun of just That's saying fine. like, right now and there's no, you know, it's just completely in the moment. Which I is, love it. I love yeah. that so much. Oh my God. Well, Jordan, this was so much fun talking to you. I'm, I'm again, I'm genuinely just loving this show and I'm so excited for you, but also the group as a whole. Just, I hope this journey continues for you guys. And I hope we get to follow along every summer because it's, it's been really fun so far. I know there's been some drama, but overall, I think it's really, really fun. Thank you so much. I love hearing that. Of course, of course. We'll continue that trajectory. Yes, 100%. Thank you so much. And um, we'll talk soon. Thank you. Yep. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to We Should Talk. I hope you enjoyed the interview. You can find out more about In The Know at inthenow.com. You can follow me, Gibson John, at Gibsonoma on Twitter and Instagram. And you can listen to all of our interviews, past and future, by searching We Should Talk wherever you get your podcasts. Hope to see you next time.